Welcome to Project Lakota Sichis. We're learning today Sichah Beis of Parshas Shemois. New Chelik here, Chelik Yud Aleph, page 8. Ala Posik Shlachno Biyatishlach. When Moshe Rabbeinu was asked by the Abishter to go and take the Eden out of Mitzrayim, so Moshe Rabbeinu tells the Abishter, send someone else, the one that you're in the future going to send for this. So the Medrash explains, Moshe tells the Ebishter, Send Moshiach to go and redeem the Eden, the one that in the future is going to be revealed to take Eden out of Galus. This was Moshe Rabbeinu's request. This request of Moshe was not accepted. Hashem's will was that it should be specifically Moshe Rabbeinu to take the Eden out of Mitzrayim. The Divriya Medrash move on, so from what it says here in the Medrash, it's understood. There's a connection between these two personalities, Moshe and Mashiach. Ashen Mishumze, Bikish, Moshe. So therefore, Moshe requests the shlichus of taking Yidin out of Mitzrayim that's placed upon him should be given to Mashiach, which is similar to him. These uh, two people, Moshe and Mashiach, are similar. So therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu says that the shlichus can be given to Mashiach. However, the Gula of Mitzis Mitzrayim has to happen specifically through Moshe. And Mashiach is going to be the one to specifically redeem Yidin from the last Golos. So this is something that the Rebbe is going to explain here in the Sikhi Bariches, the connection between Moshe and Mashiach, and on the other hand, the fact that there is a difference between them, that Moshe is the Goyal Rishon from Mitzrayim, and Mashiach is the Goyal Achrein from the last Golos. This connection between Moshe and Mashiach. It's because there's a connection between them themselves, that they're similar. So therefore they have an equal mission. To redeem Yidin from Golis. This is also understood from what it says in the Medrash. Moshe is the Redeemer. The first redeemer from Mitzrayim, and he is also going to be the last redeemer to redeem Yidin from Golis. So, what's the pshat in this mandrish? That Moshe Rabbeinu himself is going to be the Goyalachrin. Moshe comes from Shevet Levi, and Mashiach is a descendant from Beis David, Yehuda, from a completely different Shevet. Ella rather a Piddish. Shemaisha, Shahu Gail Risha in Maisha, which is the first redeemer, who who shabikaiva al Yoda Yavi Mashiach Hu Agailachrin. It's with the power of Mashra Bainu that will bring about the second Gail or the last Gail, which is Mashiach, to redeem Yidin from the current Kalas. So we see here again the connection, and more than this, we can see that from the redemption that Mashra Rabbeinu brings by Mitzrayim, it's from him that the power comes to Mashiach to redeem Yidin to be the Gailach. Babir, so the simple explanation of the connection between them is The main Milo, one of the main things that it says describing Mashiach himself is the fact that he's 
studying Torah. He studies Torah. His power to be the redeemer of Yidin, he gets from Torah. And Torah is described as Torah's Moshe. The Torah of Moshe Rabbeinu. So he's getting the Koyach to be the Goyal Achrein from Moshe Rabbeinu, the Torah of Moshe Rabbeinu, the Goyal Rishin. Same is true regarding Yidin in general. The power that Yidin have to bring down the upcoming Geula through their Aveda, who are Yedea Teres, through Teira, as will be explained over here in this Yichin. This connection, Shebein Meisha and Mashiach, Murumezes Gambazeh, is also hinted in another place. Shebeis Mashiach, Nikras, Yovei Shilai. The coming of Mashiach is called in the Pasik as Yavai Shiloi, Shiloi will come. Last week's parasha. Shiyavai Shiloi, the Gematria Mashiach. The Balaturim says the two words Yavai Shiloi is the same Gematria as Mashiach. Now the Shiloi, the word Shiloi itself, the Gematria Mashiach. It says in the Zoya, the word Shiloi itself is the same Gematria as Mashiach. So what's the significance of this? So the Rebbe explains. Ki Yavai Shiloi. The arrival of Shiloi, Hainu Giluya Shal Mashiach That refers to the revelation of Mashiach and the fact that he actually arrives. That's Begematria Mashiach. Shiloi, which is Begematria Moshe, what does this mean? Hainu Zeh The existence of Shiloi even before the Yavai, Hakayach Al Shal Mashiach, Hu Hu Inyan Shal The Kayach for what Mashiach uses. To be able to come and do the work that he has to do to redeem the Eden that originates and comes from Shiloi, from Meshe Rabbeinu, using that Kayach from Meshe, Yavai. He'll be able to come and be revealed to redeem Eden from Golis. So again, we see here the connection between Meshe and Mashiach, and we can see that Meshe Rabbeinu was Dafka the Goyal Rishain. He begins the process, he redeems Eden from Mitzrayim, and he empowers Mashiach to come and complete the, the job to bring the final goal of the Golasida. Now it's known the sikh of the Friediger Rebbe, Shiyavai Shiloi, the word Yavai of these two words Yavai Shiloi, the Gematria Echad. It's the same Gematria as the word Echad. If you combine Meisha together with Echad, the Gematria Mashiach. That's the Gematria of Mashiach. So what does this mean? What's the significance of this Gematria? All these Gematriyais have meaning to them. That means that. There's a content here that connects these in Yonim. So what is the content of this Gematria? The actual arrival of Mashiach. That's when we serve the Eibishter and we reveal the Echad in the world, which the Rebbe will explain here in the Sikha. That's what brings about the Giyula. So Yavai, which is Echad, will bring about Shile, will bring the revelation of Mashiach. And the Kayach to fulfill this Aveda of revealing the Echad in the world, this is the Kayach that's given from Meisha. Which is the Nisinus Kayach al Meisha, which empowers us for this Aveda. Combining the word Meisha with the word Echad, which is Aveda Atzma, the Aveda of what Yidna are doing in the world to bring Mashiach. It's Begematria Mashiach. Meisha, the Kayach, and the Aveda itself, this will bring the coming of Mashiach. So over here again we see this Indian, and the Rebbe later in the Sikha will explain the significance of the Aveda of Echad. So the explanation here is as follows. So here the Rebbe will begin from the beginning of all times, from the beginning of creation, and go through history and see how the world 
progresses and what the Kavan over here is, starting from Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, coming to Matan what was accomplished by Matan which is related, of course, to Meshe Rabbeinu, and then how this plays out again when it comes to the Gyula Sida through Mashiach. Omru Razal Oilam Omiluay Nivra. The world is created full. What does it mean, full? Everything in the world was perfect and complete. The revelation of Holocaust was apparent in the world. The purpose of creation was all revealed in the world. The world was on a very high level. But then, through the Chet of Eitz the snake came on Chava and, and brought into her an impurity. And the whole world descended from its level and the, the perfection that it was on. Until it came to So the world and the Yidden were elevated from this descent. As it says in the Gemara, that by Har Sinai, by Matanteire, so this impurity that was brought into the world through the snake was removed. Sure, but then what happened after this? And then when the Eden sin by Chet Egel, the Zuma, the impurity, returned. That impurity still remains somewhat in the world. Until the upcoming redemption, when the Ebesha will totally remove the impurity of the world. Only then is the impurity completely the world gets elevated, refined, to the ultimate level of perfection, the ultimate level of elevation, and then the world will be in a perfect place again. So the question is, what's really going on over here? The world is created perfect, then there's a descent, then again Matan then again Chet HaEgel, and then the world comes back, to the Tachlis does that mean that the world at the end, by the coming of Mashiach, returns to the same condition that it was in before everything? Where it was, So then what's the gain? What's this process of up and down through all, all of history, all this time? So Every descent is for a purpose of an elevation. It's not that we come back to the same place. Coming down, going down from a level that you're on, it's because this Yerida itself brings about a Aliyah, it brings about an elevation. So, the level that you reach through this Yerida, you're coming to a higher place than you were before. If you're returning to the same place, there's no point to the Yerida. The Eivishter only allows a Yerida, a descent, to happen because it's going to bring you to a higher place. So, Muva Mizeh, we understand as well regarding everything we spoke about here. Shemadregas the level that Yidin came to, that we elevated to, at the time of Matanteire, that they came to after the descent of Chetetzadas, they came to a higher place, a higher level, than what they were on before Chetet Sadas, when the world was created on Milui. And most definitely, the same is true when it comes to the elevation, to the level that the world will be elevated to. 
when it comes to the Gula Asida, Shalachreya Yerida Bechete Egel, following the Yerida of Chete Egel, Legabe Ha'aliyah de Matanteire, Shakedim Chete Egel, comparing to the level that Eden reached at the time of Matanteire, the Aliyah that's going to be La'asad Lava will be even greater. Every Yerida brings about an Aliyah to an even greater place. That's the Klal of Yerida Tzayrech Aliyah. The Ebesha doesn't allow for a creation of for a Yerida to happen without a purpose that this brings to a greater level. So this mile, this advantage, this elevation that we come to, that follows the descent, in contrast to the level that you were on before, he says is very powerful. And this is true both as far as the revelation from above to below, that it's a greater level of revelation. And also as far as the condition of the world, and the Yidin and the world, from below, the level, the, the way this impacts them, is also much greater after a Yirida. And the Rebbe explains both aspects here, regarding Matan Teira, and then the Rebbe will explain both aspects regarding the, uh, the elevation that will happen, as we see by the Aliyah that took place at the time of Matan Teira. So first, as far as the revelation from above, even before Matan Teira, the power was given to fulfill mitzvahs. Adam was commanded to fulfill six mitzvahs. A seventh was added to Avram, to, to Noach that is. Avram got more mitzvahs. Each one of the others got another mitzvah. And more generally speaking, they fulfilled all of Teda before it was given. So they had the ability to do mitzvahs even before Matan Teda. It's specifically at the time of Matan Teda. There's a tremendous novelty. There's a greater power, a greater ability to fulfill mitzvahs on a completely different level. Totally higher level. The mitzvahs that were given by Matan Teda, the Tayag mitzvahs, is a completely different thing. So this is a much greater revelation from above that happens at Matan Teda. But there's also another detail. Elagam kola inyan, the uvanu v'charta. The whole idea that Ebeshe chooses Yidin. He chooses them as his nation, the chosen people. Chiras HaKadosh Baruch HaBibnei Yisrael, HaBa The idea of Bechira and its purity is when the Eivishter chooses Yidin, it comes from the very essence of the Eivishter, not being influenced by any advantages or disadvantages that Yidin have relative to anyone else, but it's the free choice of the Eivishter himself to choose the body of a Jew to be his. This is the essence of the Eivishter, which is Shalomayla Mikol Oyer V'Gilui, Shenizgala It's higher than any other level of light or revelation that was revealed in the world before Matan So we see that a Matan as far as the revelation from above, was on a much higher level, incomparably greater to what was before the essence of the Eivishter is choosing the Yidin to be his chosen people at that time. So the same is also true regarding the Yidin themselves and the world, the way Matan elevated them. Although we see that after Matan and the Yidin sinned, so the impurity of Chet Egel returns, this impurity that returns then is not compared to the impurity that was there through the snake before Matantaira. Why? Because 
Since the elevation that the Eden came to, when when the impurity was taken away from them at the time of Matan So they came to a much higher level than the world was on when it was perfectly before The effect of Matan was more deeper and penetrated the, the entity of the Eden to a, a greater degree. So therefore they were elevated to a higher place. So even when they did sin and they did experience a descent, again, the effect of Matanteira still remains. The effect of Chetei Tzadas is much stronger. It brought the world down to a much more extreme, in a much more extreme way than the descent that was caused by Chetei Egel. Because the elevation and the impact, the Pneumius that penetrated the Eden through Matanteira was much greater. So therefore Chetei Egel cannot affect them in the same way. So therefore the, the, the effect of Matan is still recognized. So we see over here at Matan the accomplishment of Matan both as far as the level of revelation that's a, a revealed from above, it's the essence of the Ebishter. It comes down to choose the Yidin, and, and also as far as the level of elevation that the Yidin and the world experiences, that by Matan the world is elevated to a higher place than it was in when the world is created. similar is also true. Gambin, you know, when we talk about the level that the world will be elevated to when Mashiach comes, which also follows the Yerida of Chetei Egel, so now this Yerida must follow with a greater level of an Aliyah. Mashiach himself will teach Teda to all of Yidin, the Teda of Mashiach, similar to Matan Teda, when the gives Yidin the Teda and this elevates the whole world to a higher place, it will happen again when Mashiach comes. So here as well, there's a tremendous advantage that this has, more than the elevation at the time of Matantayre. In both aspects that we spoke about before, as far as the level that's being revealed from above, and as far as the level of Yidin themselves that are being elevated to, it's also much higher at the time of the Gula Asida. So we could see this based on what Alter Rebbe says in Tanya Perek Lamed Vav. So the Alter Rebbe there says, the greatness of the revelation that took place at Matan is, it was to an extent that he literally saw revelation of godliness. Nevertheless, the Alter Rebbe says, this is only somewhat and similar to the ultimate revelation that takes place only when Mashiach comes. So how they move on, he says, so we understand from this, the level of the glory of the Ebesher that's revealed, the level that's revealed at the time of Lassad Lavoi is greater than the level revealed at the time of Matan So this is as far as the revelation from above, that there's a greater level of revelation that takes place. This is also true as far as the level of the Yidin themselves and the world that gets elevated. Only then will be fulfilled what the Pasuk says. The impurity will be totally removed. Death will be swallowed up eternally. What does this mean? Not like it happened at the time of Matan Teireh. So then, 
the impurity was stopped. There was an interruption to it. The possibility of this impurity to return was there, like it actually happened. So the very fact that it returned later means that it was never fully removed. The refinement that was accomplished in the world at Matanteire, it's not the very entity of the world itself that was transformed. There's a revelation from above that overwhelms the world and was mevatel the world. That's what happened at Matan Teireh. As soon as they blew the shayfer after Matan Teireh, when this revelation of Matan Teireh is, is removed, there's the possibility for the impurity to return. That's what happened at Matan Teireh. So yes, the world was elevated to a much higher level than it was in the beginning of creation. However, it wasn't complete. So then, what's going to be? The impurity will be totally removed of the world. The very entity of the world itself. For what it is, the nature of the world itself. Will be refined and purified. So the revelation will penetrate the world. This will become what the world itself is. So that's eternal. That never changes. It fully penetrates the Metzius of the world. So the world will be elevated to a much higher level than it was on before. So we can see and every Yeride brings a greater level of an elevation. And it must be this way. If it doesn't bring you to a higher level, there's no point to the Yeride. It has to be that the Yeride is a catalyst to bring you to a higher level. So now that I've explained this on a deeper level, the fact that it's only after following the Yerida that you come to a higher level, it's understood, the Yerida is not only a preparation, a necessary step to come to the Aliyah that follows afterwards, but rather move on again, move on, it's understood, this Yeride is a necessary step in order to be able to come to the Aliyah that follows. What is the Rebbe saying here? It's the Aveda that's being done in that place of the Yeride that generates and brings about this Aliyah. In other words, the Chiddush over here is, it's not only that we have this rule of Yeride Tzayrech Aliyah, because otherwise there's no reason for the Yeride. So following a Yeride is going to becoming a great Aliyah, but the Yeride itself is this necessary step. The Aveda that's being done in this condition of a Yeride is the cause and is the kind of Aveda that brings about this elevation that follows. It's the Yeridah that causes this Aliyah. That's just like we see this, regarding the Aliyah, the Matan Teireh. The Aliyah follows and is caused by the preparation that the Ovis did. The fact that Yidin wore Mitzrayim is described in the Pasuk not just as a place where they were suffering and then they left that and following that they come to Matan Teireh, but Mitzrayim itself is a cleansing process, like an iron furnace that is cleansing and bringing the Yidin to come. The Yeridah itself is the Aveda that brings you to the Aliyah of Matan Teireh. 
Shehem, Shehichinu, as B'nai Yisrael va'olam, this is what prepares Yidin and the world, Sheyuchlo l'kabal agili de Matan Teireh, to be able to receive this revelation of Matan Teireh. So just like we see this regarding Matan Teireh, that the Yiride itself is the cause, that Avedev there in the Yiride brings the Aliyah, so Kach, the same is also true, Al Yidei, Ha'achone, Shomaseinu, Vavedeseinu, Kozman, Meshech HaGolos, the Avedev that we do now here in the time of Golos, Bibirur, Bezicha Ha'olam, to refine and elevate the world. And what's the objective? The entity of the world itself. From its nature, what the world itself is. To refine it and to reveal the world itself. Kanal has said before. This brings Haliyah the Golasid. When Yidin served Evishta in Golas and revealed the true entity of what the world itself is, this elevates the world itself, and that is the Yerida itself is the cause and brings about the, the Gilui and the elevation of the Gulasida. So the Rebbe here will explain now in more detail what this Aveda consists of, the Aveda of penetrating and affecting and refining and transforming the world itself. This is, will be understood. There's a, a famous question that's asked. So the Pasik says, It would be more appropriate to say that the Ebishter is Yochid. Yochid means the very only one. The term Echod does not really express the real unity of the oneness of the Ebishter himself. The term Echod could be used even when you're counting other numbers following it. There's a number two that follows. Sometimes the term Echad is used when there isn't a second that follows. And that's what it means here when it says Echad. But what does this mean? That the word Echad alone doesn't fully negate the possibility for there being a second. Here there's no second. But the word one written as Echad does mean that there could be a second that follows. The word Yachet totally negates any possibility for any second to come and follow. So if so, the term that should be used here in Shema Yisrael is the very only one. So the answer that's given in Chesidus for this is the He Senes. This itself is the whole entire point. The ultimate and true unity of the Eibishter, is not recognized when you're talking about the Eibishter's existence, which negates any other, other existence from the beginning. The Eibishter's reality, where he negates everything else. Not, that's not where the ultimate unity of the Eibishter is expressed. Rather, there is an entity of a world. And yet, in this world, nirgash be'olam, what's sensed within this entity of the world that's outside, so to speak, of the Abish's reality, she'enoi, metzies la'atzmoi, that is not an entity for himself, but this is also included and part of the unity of the Abish there. This is the expression of the true unity of the Abish that even in a place that's outside, so to speak, of the Abish even there, the Abish unity penetrates this reality as well, that it's also part of the Achdus of the Eibishter. So this is why we say Echod. The word Echod relates to an existence. It's a, Echod could be used when you count something else. It's relating to something else. 
See, even here where you see the existence of the world, we call Makam, yet even here in this reality, from this perspective, even this as well is also completely and totally unified with the Ebeshe itself. So when we say the word Echad, we're not minimizing the intensity of the unity. It's the same unity of Yachid, however, even here in a place where there's a Metzius of the world. We're saying Echad, the intensity of the unity of Yachid in the Metzius of Echad where there is a Welt. This is hinted in the three letters of the word Echad itself. Dalit is Dalad Ruchasailam, the four directions in the world. Ches is Zayin Rikim Vaaretz, the seven heavens and the, and the uh, earth below. Maila Mata, above and below. So all of this, which makes up the space and the existence of the world, then you have the Aleph, which is the first letter, HaKadosh Baruch referring to the Eivisha, Lufay Shalaylam, the master of the world. Pirish, Bimilas Echadu, the meaning of the word Echad is, Shetzrichim Lahamshech, Olegalas, Alakusi Yisbarach, that we have to draw down and reveal. Godliness, Hanirmas Ba'is Aleph, which is hinted in the Aleph, the master of the world. Be'olam in the world, Hanirmas Ba'is Yisches Vidalad, which are hinted in the other two letters of Ches and Dalad, Shegam Be'olam, even within the entity of the world. Koshen Helem Vahaspe, Olam is a place where there's concealment. Kefi Shehu Be'metziyusai, as the world exists within its perception of reality. O Be'gedar of Hu, and within its confinements. Yurgash, it should sense shakal mitziyusai. What is this world really? It's unified with the master of the universe. That's a much greater achtos to introduce, to bring the achtos of the Eivishter even into the perception of the mitziyus of the Welt itself. Also hinted by the fact that the Aleph, which hints to the Eivishter, which is in the beginning of this word, he harishayna, the it's the opening and the beginning of the world where the rest of the world is included in this. The ches and dalad hinting to the entity of the world itself, of the world itself, is part of the same word which begins with the aleph, meaning that the entire existence of the world, consisting of the ches and the dalad, is all part of that aleph, which is alufish alaylam, it's all totally bottled to the apishtah. So this is the avayda of echad, not yachid, but a greater achdos Hashem. Revealing the unity of the Eibishter within the Metzius of the world. This world, which is as its name indicates, to conceal over godliness, Kaili, how could it be a Kaili, how could it be a vessel to receive that the world itself should reveal godliness? How is this? What's the method to have this happen? It's through fulfilling mitzvahs. It's learning Teira and doing mitzvahs in the world that elevates the world and changes the world and makes the world itself into a vessel, into a keli to receive the Gilead Lekos in it. So, the fact that Ramat Nteira, the Eivishter, empowers us to refine and elevate and change the world itself, it's not only the fact that the Eivishter gives us Teira and Mitzvahs, and through fulfilling Teira and Mitzvahs, we make the world into a dwelling for the Eivishter, but it's also the very revelation of godliness that happened at the time of Matan Teira, 
and the level of the world, the way it was impacted at that time of Matantayda, Nitno, Hakayach, Al This enables and empowers us that the Tayda mitzvahs that we fulfill later should be able to transform the world itself. What happened at the time of Matantayda itself? At the time when Tayda was given, the world was totally annulled of its existence. Because of the intense revelation that came. The point is that this revelation of Matan was sensed very strongly by the existence of the world itself. A bird didn't chirp and all the other animals in the world also stopped in their tracks. The entire world ceased to function. So the, this shows you how at the time of Matan the revelation that takes place very strongly impacts the very existence of the world. However, we can see here that at the time of Matanteira itself, the Teva of the world itself was not yet able to receive and internalize this revelation of Matanteira. At that time, the world was annulled. The functions of the world ceased to function at the time of Matantayda. Because of this intense revelation coming from above. And therefore the revelation of Matantayda didn't fully penetrate the world itself. And it was only temporary. The Eden were able to sin afterwards by Chet Egel. It's this bitl that takes place at Matantayda. This empowers the Yidin. Once the world experiences this shock of revelation that comes from above, that totally is mevatel, the Metzius of the world, even though it doesn't penetrate, but it creates the possibility that later Yidin should be able to come and then affect the world and turn it into a keli. That the world itself should become a place that's fit to receive internally to become a dwelling for the Eibishter. So there's two stages over here. There's Matan which begins the process. The Matan comes to be mevatel, the existence of the world. And then that enables the Yidin to transform the world from below to actually make the world itself into Akeli. So these two levels over here of Matan and then the Kayach of the Aveda of Yidin to actually transform the world, this, these two stages is also the difference between Meisha and Mashiach. Now we come back to understand the connection of Moshe and Mashiach, but also the difference between them. Why Moshe is Dafke by Yitzis Mitzrayim and Matan Teireh, and it's specifically Mashiach that redeems the Yidin lost love. So now we understand Masha Moshe by Hisafas Echad, Moshe Rabbeinu, and you add the word Echad, Begematria Mashiach. This is the same Gematria, in other words, this brings Mashiach. Kinyonish on Moshe, which is Matan Teireh, Moshe that represents Matan Teireh, Matan Teira, as the Rebbe just explained, brings down this tremendous, powerful revelation that's mevatel the world and enables us now to go ahead and actually elevate and refine the world itself to reveal the Echad in the world. Not the Yachad, but the Echad in the Metzius of the world itself. And it's this Aveda that Yidin do, being empowered by Matan Teira through Meisha Rabbeinu, this brings the revelation of Mashiach when the world will be fully transformed. So we can see the connection that there is between Mashiach and Mashiach. The actual Gula Sida is coming through Mashiach himself. 
However, who begins the process? It's Moshe Rabbeinu. It's the Koyach of Moshe from Matan Torah. Shemimenu v'al yodoi nitna yecholes l'karav alohavi gilu Mashiach. It's through Moshe Rabbeinu bringing the Torah down by Matan Torah, bringing this tremendous bittel into the world that Yidin afterwards are able to fulfill Torah mitzvahs and begin the process of transforming Mashiach until Mashiach himself comes and completes this and brings the full transformation. But Meidach, at the same time, Muvan Gama Hevdel Shabinei. We now understand the difference between the two levels of Meish and Mashiach. Kiyav Shem Meishu Gaelim Shal Yisrael. Meish is the redeemer of Yidin. But are Tachlis Shibur the Golas Mitzrayim the Golasim Vitziyasim Shal Yisrael Me Mitzrayim Hu Matan Teira. The purpose of Yidin being in Mitzrayim and they were redeemed from Mitzrayim is all to come to Matan Teira. Kameishikasov by Tziyachasam Me Mitzrayim Tavdu Nesolikim Alahorazet. Coming out of Mitzrayim is all for coming to serve Hashem at this mountain at Matan Teira. What is Matan Teireh, which is what Meishah Rabbeinu is all about? In addition to what we mentioned before, that Matan Teireh, the Eibishah chooses Yidin as his nation. It's empowering Yidin, it's bringing this tremendous revelation and bittle into the world to empower Yidin to do their Avedah. But that's only the Koyach, that's the beginning of the process. That's Moshe. But in Yonish Mashiach, who Gemar, Habir, Vazichach, Vaikar, Avedel, Achreze, Mashiach represents the completion and the full refinement and transformation of the world that follows later. Kashara Oilam, Kvar, Yizbar, Vizdachach, Vachobo. When the world will be fully refined. So this is what Moshe Rabbeinu was requesting from Hashem let Mashiach come and redeem the Eden. Let the process happen. Let, let Mashiach come right away and do the whole thing. And the Abisha tells him, no, there's a two-stage process over here. First, there's going to be Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Matan Teireh, which brings the Gilei Mulmaila and elevates the world to a very high level. But yet, it's only a revelation and a bitl from above. It doesn't fully penetrate the world. It's a process. And then only later, through the Aveda of Yitin, Teireh, Mitzvah, throughout all the generations, this will fully penetrate and transform the world itself. And only then can Mashiach come and be the final Redeemer of Yitin. Now that ever brings this to the specific Aveda of every person in his life. Every person is a small world. Everything we described here regarding from the beginning of history until Mashiach comes is true in the Aveda of a person himself. Could it be applied to every individual every day? A person goes out to work until evening. And then before he goes to sleep at night, he says, I return to you, Hashem, my neshama. The next day he wakes up fresh as a new creation. And he begins his new Aveda every day. So if we look at the person's Aveda, we could see these two stages, the Matan of the day, which is being mevatal the world, the revelation, but then also going into the world and transforming and elevating the world itself. Aveda sayoy maschila betfila v'teyre. A person's Aveda begins with davening and learning. First you go to Besaknesis to daven, and then from there to Besaknesis to learn Taina, as the Gemara says. From there, from the Matan Taina of your day, you receive the Kayach to serve the Abishter within the world itself. The Nefesh extends and spreads into all of the body of the person, that's accomplished in davening. And then the giving the person the power to control and to have dominion over his Yitzhahara and his portion in the world. which also includes learning Tayra, which is Tavlin the Yitzhahara. 
Taira is the spice to be able to deal with the temptations of the Eight Sahara. Or Kapshuta, and in a simple sense, Taira gives a person guidance in everything he does in his life. That's the first part of the day. That's the Matan Taira of the day. Then comes the actual Aveda in the world. When a person goes out into the ways of the world to do to work and so on. Here the person is entering into the world. He's not stepping away from his Aveda. He's not dropping his davening and learning and then going into the world. Here he's extending and bringing down all of this to elevate the world itself. To continue and to complete his Aveda by bringing it into the world. We could see this hinted in the way the Rambam describes a Chacham. Chacham Chulu, a wise man, it should be recognized that he's wise. The way he drinks and the way he eats. In everything a person does, even mundane activity, that he is that Chacham, which the Mishnah calls a Chacham to bring his inspiration of davening and learning, that it should also influence the way he eats and drinks and everything else he does in the world. And a person can come and save a city, to save his little city, to elevate his body and his whole life through the wisdom, through the Teda that he has. Hachad, going back to the point that we said before regarding the Echad, so the Ches and the Dalet, to take the Ches and the Dalet, which represents the, the uh, directions and the uh, up, the, the above and below, all the directions of the world, to elevate all of this to become bottled to the Aleph, Alufei Shalelam, the master of the universe, Ayidei Aleph Chachachma, through being, bringing the learning of Teda, the influence of Teda into the Metzius of the world when a person goes to work. When a person completes his Aveda in the day, a person makes, takes an account, an honest account of what he has accomplished in this day. Again, you see very clearly emphasized what is the mission of the person, which is to bring the Aleph, the master of the universe, into the world itself. And we can see this in what we say, I give over my neshama to you, Hashem, and the very last word that we say before we go to sleep at night is emes. The Abish is the God of truth. Why do we mention the word emes? And that's the word we go to sleep with. The word emes represents similar to what echad represents, bringing the Abish into the world itself. The truth of the Abishter brought into the world. The Yerushalmi describes what the word MS is. The Abishter's seal is truth. These three letters of Aleph, Mem, and Saf. The Aleph is the first of the Aleph. The Mem is the middle letter. And the Saf is the last of the letters. What this means is, the Ebesha is the beginning, the highest of all levels, and it comes down here, and the revelation of the Ebesha penetrates into the lowest levels, and all the levels in between, it's all godliness. Meaning, what does the MS represent, the Aleph, Mem, and Saf, that it penetrates all levels, in all matters of the world, from one extreme to the other. That the truth of the Abishter, which is goes through and penetrates everything, is revealed. The master of the universe. 
It's the Eidushter, the true existence, which is the source of all of creation. The language that the Rambam uses in the beginning of his Sefer when he describes the fact that Eidushter creates the worlds. So really, ultimately, we're revealing the ultimate truth, the MS. MS is not the truth in a reality which is removed from another world, from our reality here below. Real truth is when it penetrates all levels and it comes down and it it's extends in every reality without a difference. And therefore it says in Svarim, the Marsha says this, If you remove the Aleph of the word MS, Nishar Mace, you're left with the word Mace, death. The opposite of life. The true life. How do we reveal the true life of the Eibishter? Well, we could bring down a revelation that penetrates all levels. That's MS. If it doesn't penetrate all levels, so then essentially it's mace. It's not, there's no life there. Just as this is true in general. At the time of Matan the Eibishter empowers us to refine and elevate the world itself. Same is true regarding every person's individual Aveda. By refining and elevating your portion in the world. By fulfilling all of this, as it's commanded in Teireh, which is Meisha. Again, the Kayach coming from Meisha Rabbeinu. We will come to the general redemption of all Yidin and the entire world. The revelation of Mashiach. In our times.